We hope that you aren't just one the lonely number over this Christmas period and that there are people to keep you warm and safe and also to keep you entertained. And of course, uh, if you are, don't forget SAFM will be with you throughout the entire Christmas season. So, South African primates are said to have been decimated by illegal poaching and animal trade. So just from O.R. Tambo alone, there have been at least 3,782 live primates exported, 5,244 dead hunting trophies, and that's between 2016 and the end of 2022. And of course, uh, it focuses on the fact that many of those primates are endangered and that they may have illegally being exported as well. Now, Rachel Ikema is a wildlife conservationist. She's in uh, Nigeria as we speak, and we're going to talk to her a little more about how illegal poaching and animal trade actually takes place in our conservation and community feature. Rachel, thank you so much for making the time to join us. Thank you for having me. It's such such a pleasure to be here today. Rachel, how does illegal um, animal trade actually work in simple terms? I mean, one assumes that those animals have to either get onto trains or get uh, onto planes or whatever the case may be. How does it work? I mean, it's um, very typical. There are people with um, um, across Africa, you would have um, one group of people who have um, a taste for wild animals, most especially primates, and they would prefer that to any other protein or any other meat. And then there are a group of people for primates also, um, they, they, they like to they prefer primates for pets, to have them in their homes for pets. And so they would take them out of the forest. Most of the times um, for primates, it will be a young one, uh, because they would have killed the mother for, for bushmeat, and then they would take the young ones and take them in large numbers and put them in um, very tight spaces most of the time, whether they are great apes, whether they are um, just small mammals, or whether they are um, young ones, and they, they, they would lump them into crates or into tight spaces and, and um, try to smuggle them into different spaces because across the world there are laws and there are rules such as CITES, which is the Convention of International Trade of an Endangered Species that prohibits the sale of all these animals. So most of the times the people who trade on these animals know that it's illegal in many of the countries where they are traveling to. So they are sneaking them in and they would um, um, probably um, stuff them in um, other with other goods and try to hide um, from... Um, officials that would be inspecting um, um, all of these items that comes into or goes out of any country. So yeah, it's by train, by planes, by road, and by every means possible. And they would try to get them to the hands of um, buyers who are actually waiting for, for them. So just to clear it for myself, so we might have illegal poaching where people would um, poach and kill uh, primates, specifically primates, as you're suggesting, and specifically for bushmeat because it's a taste that people have. Um, and then there would be animal trade where animals get stuffed into suitcases. And I've, I've, I think recently there was a story of, I think it might have been birds or lizards or something, of which probably close to 80% of them died because of their, how closely they were stuffed into the suitcases, mm-hmm. and then they would be taken to other places. Um, 
How good are our, uh, I suppose, ones, our border patrol, border control, uh, when when these suitcases come through with regards to air flights, etc.? I mean, it's hard to imagine them not being able to see a suitcase which is stuffed full of animals. Um, I mean, everything, um, when it comes to law enforcement, it's gotten better over the years, especially across Africa. We're seeing more of these cases being exposed and more um, 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 intelligence um, with our border patrols. Um, I mean, it's very, very bad in Nigeria. Nigeria is, it is a hot spot. I mean, it's, it's, it's a hub for all these trade routes for wildlife coming in from whether it's North Africa going onto Asia or coming in from Eastern Africa. And so they will look for loopholes, um, countries that have weaker law enforcement and um, they would want to use those um, trade routes. But across Africa, even in Nigeria, there is now more awareness, more knowledge, more intelligence um, um, I am with the border patrols. And you would have, um, they, are, they are giving, most conservation organizations are targeting customs and immigration officers, not just the um, agencies that are in charge of um, detecting wildlife trade. They are also mm. um, increasing the knowledge and the awareness and the intelligence of the customs officers and all these people to be able to detect um, um, cases of illegal wildlife trade. You know, uh, I understand, Rachel, that you are in Nigeria and I know that in certain parts of Nigeria, there have been real issues of um, uh, crime, but also uh, not patrols. I'm having a blank here. Um, Now I'm having a complete blank on what the term would be, but certainly uh, militants, uh, militants coming through in those areas. And I'm just wondering if there is that issue would that then impact the trade as well? Do you also find that you have uh, uh, certainly groups of people supporting this kind of animal trade? Yeah, certainly. I mean, um, when you talk about um, militancy, when you talk about terrorism and all of that, like, for example, in the Northeast, where you have um, um, insurgencies and um, in the Northeast of Nigeria, where you have insurgents and and terrorist groups who trade i mean they 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 survive and they fund their 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 operations from illegal wildlife trade Mm. so they would trade in elephant talks for example and um skins of animals whether uh, or or, or life animals whether they're pangolins or what have you so yes they, they 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 fund their operations with that and so some of these situations of insecurity are also um, occasions that um, promote or increase um, um, situations of illegal wildlife trade. So um, certainly, um, we, we've had that situ- uh, we, we've had all these experiences, and I think Nigeria's kind of battled with situations like this um, across its all of its borders, um, because of course. Um, um, wildlife also coming in from other countries around mm. Nigeria or sometimes come through Nigeria as well because um, the the borders or the routes from Nigeria to the countries of destinations are quite easier than in their own countries. So, yeah, these situations create for loopholes in our border systems 
and all of that. But um, like I said earlier, it, um, it appears to me, I mean, from um, um, recent seizures um, on, on ships and on the on, and, and at airports has been reported, whether by the customs officials and by other officials and, and um, at, at, at the international borders, um, has shown us that there is increased awareness, there's increased um, capac capacity for these officials to stop and to start um, um, and giving, giving those wildlife traders a difficult time mm. and making it quite harder for them to do um, carry animals on, um, um, ac across borders, especially through Nigeria. And sure. so um, I've, I've seen improvement over time, but in, in, in time passes, it was really, 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 really bad for animals, whether within Nigeria or within the countries around Nigeria. Yeah. Thank you so much. Insurgency and terrorism is exactly the words I was thinking of. So you can feel that it's the yeah. end of the year for sure. And I apologize for that. In closing, <laughs> no problem. Rachel, in closing, I mean, there are so many different things which impact. I can just think of, as you mentioned, bushmeat trade, but there's also farming. I mean, I, we see that in Brazil and the cutting down, the logging, the cutting down of trees and what that does in terms of um, illegal animal trade and uh, illegal endangered species and that. Where do you see your work going from here? Um, my work has actually been focused on creating more protected areas for wildlife, especially primates. And um, like you said, you're right. Um, habitat loss is a significant problem. And, it, and, it, and to me, I think even for in Nigeria, which is Africa's most populous country, in Brazil, like you mentioned, is also very highly populated. There's high pop human population density. So there is competition for land and spaces with wildlife. And um, and so protecting wildlife, there is no, um, in my opinion, there is no other alternative than to protect more places, um, carve out more areas for wildlife or upgrade um, the protection status of some of the areas which we have. So that has been the focus of my work. And I think going forward, that would also be the emphasis of what we're doing, stop habitat loss, stop the degradation of habitat because it's affecting um, 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 all, all of all wildlife, especially primates. Um, the reason they are more susceptible to, to that is because they are closely related to humans. Um, yeah. yeah. Rachel, thank you so much for joining us. Rachel Ikema, who is a wildlife conservationist in Nigeria, looking at uh, primates that are illegally exported, but that are also um, used as bushmeat hunting and uh, the drop in the fact that there is habitat loss and much, much more. Certainly a story that we can take further, not just in Nigeria, but to look closely in South Africa and globally as well. 725.